Hey gang, what's going on? Thanks so much for joining me on another Wednesday Word episode of the Dealer Playbook Podcast. I'm your host, Michael Cirillo. So glad you're here. I'm joined by my pal, B-Rad. We came up with this thing. I'm the B-Rad and the real MC. And the Funky Bunch. Mm. We need need like Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch. No, Uh, I want Justin Timberlake doing the single ladies. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man, now I'm picturing you doing that that dance. Nope. Um, so that's crazy. Hey, if you're just joining us, thanks so much for, for checking out the dealer playbook podcast. Of course, the whole mission of the DPB is to show you what it takes to create a thriving career in the retail auto industry. And every Wednesday we pick a new word. And by we, I mean, B rad, David Bradley picks the word and throws it at me by surprise. And then we dissect it and we learn how we can apply it to our lives. And certainly that is the biggest part of this whole deal. So without further ado, What's up, B-Rad? What's going on? What Thank is... you again for having me. I, I love doing the Wednesday Word we're, we're with the crazy. real MC. The real MC. The real got, MC. Got them good vibrations. Uh-huh. <laughs> so uh, let, me, let me turn it right back at you. What is the Wednesday Word? Today's word is going to be mindset. Mindset. Yeah. Now it does tie in with last week's word. Do you remember what last week's word was? Well, gosh, I mean, it has been a whole week. <laughs> yeah, discipline. That's right. And so, and then next week's word is going to the three tie together. So next week we'll wrap it all up. But this week it's mindset. This is something. Mindset's definitely a word that a lot of people, including myself, have been thrown out, especially after over the last fifty days or so. Right. Um, because it, it's crazy. Um, uh, our, our, our pal Glenn Lundy and I, we were on this podcast, we were being interviewed. And the, the last question this guy asked was, the interviewer asked was, what pisses you off? Mm. And dude, like we had to, we had, Glenn and I had to really go deep because if we're being completely 100% transparent and honest, there is not a lot that grinds our gears. And even during the whole, you know, kerfuffle of Q120, that's how I'm going to refer to it now, by kerfuffle? the way. The kerfuffle of 2020. Um, is, that a, is that a spell from Harry Potter? Kerfuffleus. Kerfuffle. Yeah. Kerfuffle. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. Um, so. Even during like this Kefundus. whole thing, man, people people been kind of you know shocked that I've been good and I've been happy and I've felt grateful and I felt optimistic. Where like a lot of people were just like completely out of sorts, right? I think that first seven to fourteen days there was a lot of panic. Am I back? Yeah, you're, you went into the matrix, but it seems like you have returned. Okay. Should we just start this one over? Um, I don't, do we, I mean, I, no, let's just keep going. Okay. Um, why not? Yeah, why not? So I think a lot of people um, were shocked when they realized like this whole thing, I've been great. I felt awesome. I felt optimistic. I felt certain. You know, a lot of people felt uncertain. 
And, and I'm sensitive to the fact that a lot of people have lost their jobs and been furloughed and all those. Like, that's not to suggest that I don't see that and I'm not observing that. And I, you know, I'm not feeling for them, but just I felt really good. And it, and it just comes down to mindset. So let me ask you, I mean, what, what, what are we talking about here when it comes to mindset? Where, where does this word come from? Why is it so important? And how do we apply it? How do we, how do we shift our mindset? Well, so let so the definition, it's the established set of attitudes held by someone. Meaning, like, it's established. It's something that you've dialed in. It's something you probably had to discipline yourself to achieve and to get and to have. Uh, also, another definition would be a mental attitude or inclination. And then here's the best part, a fixed state of mind, which will reveal itself to be Highly ironic in just a moment. Yeah. Fixed state of mind. You, you know, what's interesting about that is like just how many people and myself included something that I've spent a lot of time working through in my life to, to kind of break free from it. How much of my life essentially I was controlling because of fixed beliefs and fixed attitudes. Right. So the etymology of that word, it's actually a relatively new word. We really haven't seen much of it until about 1916, and it really fit into or plugged into the educational system. And um, there is a really amazing book that I would highly recommend everybody read if you haven't about mindset. And that's the name of the book, and the lady that wrote it is Carol Dweck. She's a Stanford Stanford professor, and she studies success and performance. And so in her books, there's two kinds of mindsets. There's growth and there's fixed. And so, and for the action idea, because remember last week we said, hey, we're just going to start making sure people have something that they can take with them into the next seven days to really dial the word in. And that's the question you want to ask yourself is, do am I coming at this thing from a growth mindset or a fixed mindset? So. I, I pulled out the definition, her definition of a growth mindset um, so that people can start understanding that better and start thinking with it and then how it really relates to what you do in your career, but also in your personal life and even your spiritual life. So uh, a growth mindset is a description of somebody who believes that their success depends on um, time and effort. And people with a growth mindset feel that their skills and their intelligence can be improved with effort and persistence. Hmm. They embrace challenges. They persist through obstacles. They learn from criticism. And they seek out inspiration in others' success. Then it goes on to say, those who hold a growth mindset believe that they can get better at something by dedication of time, effort, and energy. Working on one's flaws in the process, not the outcome, are the most important components. With time and practice, people with a growth mindset believe they can achieve what they want. The opposite of that would be a fixed mindset. So which one you got now? That's the question. 
I love what you were reading there about seeking out inspiration from others' success. I mean, talk about a true measure of where your mindset is at. Are you threatened by others' success or are you inspired by others' success? Correct. And then there's a whole layer of emotional intelligence built into that and self-awareness because I, I know for myself it's been a struggle at times determining the difference between being inspired by and or feeling threatened by. Like you have to really tap into yourself and realize like, hey, do I know what I want? Like if I feel, I can think back to my adolescence. Anytime I felt threatened by others' success, it's because I didn't have a strong enough tap into what I thought success was for me. Like I didn't know what I wanted for myself. But as soon as I was able to determine with clarity what it is that I was working for, I began to find it easier to be inspired by others. Yeah. I mean, Grant just did a blog on this. Like the, the difference in the mindset of the wealthy versus everybody else. Right. You know, and others' success should be something that should be celebrated. Right. Well, Grant's a perfect example. Look at Grant's haters. Yeah. Grant's haters go, oh, he's just doing it so he can get even more rich, you know, or even more wealthy. But you look at like just sitting down like you and I both have with Grant, you more than me, and hearing him plead from inside of his soul about how desperately he wants others to achieve their definition of success. and. For me, there's a cross-reference point there because any mentor that I've had that I've been able to closely associate with who have achieved financial freedom, um, career, like the pinnacle of success in their career, in family and happiness and all these sorts of things, they, they know it sounds cheesy to the wrong audience, but Literally, the only thing that brings them any measure of joy in life is seeing others grasp onto it and do something incredible for themselves. It's crazy. I, and, and I mean, I've got a handful of them. One of, my, one of my mentors, you know, Jim Jans, one of, the, one of the first Amway distributors in Canada 50, almost 60 years ago, right? Worth billions. And the only thing that makes this guy, him and his wife happy is seeing others experience joy in their life as a result of doing what, you know, as a result of living life on their terms. And that's kind yeah. of the cross-reference connector. You know, Grant, Grant's, got, Grant's a crazy dude. He's, he's outspoken. He has a polarizing opinion for some. He's got a lot of these different things. However, to you and I, we understand, we, we see the difference between Grant the person Grant the P.T. Barnum, Grant the, you know what I mean? Like, we understand the means to the end, and when push comes to shove, you sit down with the dude, and it's the same thing that drives you, and it's the same thing that drives me. A lot of people, a lot of haters for you and I that go, oh, whatever, they're doing the, the, he does the DPB because he wants to be famous. Dude, if I want to be famous, I would not be doing a podcast in the automotive industry. (laughs) <laughs> do you understand? I it, it, I would be using my talents somewhere else. I do right. this because it's true. There's a crazy high, a crazy joy you get when somebody's like, dude, this shit, the way you said that thing, and I applied it, and it worked for me, 
and this is incredible. It makes you want to do it more. Right. No, we, one of my favorite calls was, was just that where you got, I got some kid, um, that was miserable selling cars and he landed on our training, dialed it in, um, calls me up. He goes, Hey, when I first started this thing, I, I didn't even know if I was going to have uh, a tree more or less presence to put under it, you know? Yeah. And, and now I got a tree. I got the presence rents paid. There's money in the bank. Like, thank you. And when you get that call, you're like, okay, that's why I get out of bed every morning. Yeah. It drives you. But yeah, but it, it ties back into what we're talking about because it wasn't necessarily something I did. It was something that somebody else did to create a fundamental shift in their mindset. Yes. In the way they choose to see life and choose to see the control that they actually have in life. You have total control over your mindset. Choice, decision. And if you don't like the way it's working, because maybe it was programmed differently. I think most kids are born with a growth mindset and they get programmed into a fixed. So if it was put in there, you should be able to take it out, rewrite yeah. it, return it to normal. You know, I, I know on a side note, I've written, I got my own little self-published book on how to stop smoking without killing anyone. And um, that details how I got back into the non-smoking section. And part of that is that nicotine literally rewires the brain, functions differently. Hmm. So in order to get your new norm back, you got to literally change neurons in your brain. And that would that, that have now deemed nicotine as important as food or water. Right. But that was learned. Yeah. Well, it's the same thing as um, when you're born, you are not naturally afraid of water. You have to learn. Somebody has to teach you to be afraid of water. You could drown. If yeah. you, you know, Think about Yoda. Yeah, you must exactly. unlearn what you have learned. Yeah. One of the most difficult things, and I'm not going to sugarcoat this, one of the most difficult things that I've had to do in my life, especially you know, back in the day dealing with depression and mental illness and all these sorts of things, was unlearning many of the things that I thought and held as truth for so long and realizing that they were not true, realizing that yeah. they, there was no evidence of their truthfulness. And that was a really difficult thing. So separating, so I, you know, I think for those listening, it's not that we are insensitive to the fact that rewiring is a difficult thing. We know that it is a difficult thing, but we also it's know discipline. that it is doable. It requires discipline. So I love that mindset is the word because if anybody gets anything out of 2020 and beyond it's realizing that if you can control your mindset which you can life i mean life will either be sunshine and rainbows it'll be the land where princesses and griffins roam and frolic through the meadow hand in hand unicorns are they going to be unicorns they probably unicorn? be unicorns yeah we we could yeah, put yeah. the princess on a unicorn or it's going to be doom and gloom Right, it could yeah. be sunny and blue skies, but raining in your world, and, and just the you Shire know. or Mordor. You pick. <laughs> there you go. How timely, too, especially because we just watched the desolation of Smaug last oh. night. Um, so there you go. That is that is the Wednesday word. Thanks so much for joining us. Hey, if you want to connect with either myself or David Bradley, do so on LinkedIn. We'd love to be able to connect with you there. Uh, we're spending a lot of our time uh, and energy there, and of course, if you want to check out. David Bradley's uh, Cardone Solutions podcast. Do that wherever fine podcasts are heard. And until next time, keep the playbook open. 
and dominate.